a bunch of witty bitches. Hey, Papa. Hey, I have a quip. You have a quip. We'll put that for a quip. It's just cadals. Pero pepo. Pero pepo. Pero pepo. Hello, friends. Welcome to Witty Banter, episode number 86. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Williams, joined by Max Spark, Clu- Spark Plug Scott. Spark Plugs. That's the one that you were just like really trying to remember. From <laughs> and we've before. got Hunter Wallpaper Dorset. Wallpa- I would way rather be Spark Plugs. Yeah, now my name's seeming pretty good actually right now. Yeah. My uh, name's looking pretty good. I'm, I guess I'm pretty boring. <laughs> guess I'm gonna, get out of here. It's always fun to find like arbitrary items that represent people because we were just kind of talking about like finding restaurants that represent people. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty funny. We thought of somebody who would be Panera Bread, which I thought was. Like a pretty That's sick awful, burn. man. If someone was like, you really strike me as like a Panera bread. Yeah. You're just like, <laughs> fuck. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> but Hunter, Hunter strikes me as a hop dotty. A hop dotty? Oh, I'll take that. That's a classy yeah. burger joint. Yeah, hop dotty's pretty run good. With that. That's a fun yeah, one. Way better than wallpaper. Yeah. Wallpaper. <laughs> we know Max is Flacco's Tacos. Oh, yeah. The restaurant to be soon. Uh, this is Woody Mancher where we review beer, and once again, you two are going to take on the helm. So let the listeners know what you guys are reviewing today. Okay, just a little forward. Now that we're, we're approaching our 90th episode, it's starting to get hard to find breweries that we straight up haven't done like in my local specs. Now. We've, we've tried all the beers. There's know? probably a total of like 10 breweries that we haven't tried, and <laughs> that's probably most it, yeah. of those did not look very appealing. It was like gimmicky BS. But today, yeah, like a salsa beer or some shit. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. kombucha, kombucha, kombucha. Has anybody kombucha. called us out? On Has anybody called us out on spelling kombucha wrong on the title, or was that intentional? Is it spelled wrong? It's kombucha, K O M. What I put? K A M. Kombucha. But I thought I was just trying to get through the word as fast as as quickly as possible. We don't like to spell it. We don't like to say it. Yeah. So yeah, this beer is the Reisdorf Kolsch, and it is from Brauerei Heinrich Reisdorf, which was established in 1894. Good to know. It is 4.8% alcohol by volume, and of course, it is brewed under the Reinheitsgebot, the German beer purity law. Yeah. So, um, it's a Kolsch, and I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of Kolsches. Um, in fact, my... My favorite Kolsch, as I've said on a recent episode, is the Santos by St. Arnold's, and that's a black Kolsch. So the lighter Kolsches, I haven't really gotten to uh, to dig into as much, so I'm excited what, about it. What defines a Kolsch? Like, what are, like, the, the attributes usually attributed to a Kolsch? So basically, uh, all Kolsches are supposed to be brewed in Cologne or in Köln, Ger- Germany. And that's where this and, is brewed. I'm sorry? That's where this is brewed. Yeah, and so... If it's not brewed there, then it's supposed to be called like a Kolsch style, much like how champagne isn't actually champagne unless it's made in Champagne, France. And if it isn't, if it isn't, then it's just a sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Kind of like tequila too. Um, a true for tequila. A Kolsch is more of is really just sort of like a German pale ale. Uh, I think it might be a little like yeasty or something. It's it does have its own traits. Uh, its own little flare in there um and i think usually it's i want to say it's like an all barley malt beer it does is another say that thing on the that can that's the second most popular ingredient other than water is barley <laughs> wheat. so that's gotta well be up done, there somewhere Max. 
followed by malt and hops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, barley malt. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, Colts yeah, are supposed to be just really light and drinkable. Essentially, it's just a, a nice, uh, typical pure um, German beer. Well, yeah, it it looks light and drinkable. It's been a while since we've since we've gone import. You know, we've actually surprisingly stuck to like Texas beers. I'd say in the past ten episodes or so. So I thought we'd go back out to the uh, to the great country of Germany for the, for our beer drinking today. We've we've represented the state. You know enough. It's, it's we clear. poured it up and we had a fat head on it. Yeah, I'm still waiting for mine to die it down. It is bubbly and foamy. I'm gonna dip my nose into this bad boy if I try to drink it right now. It's incredibly filtered. Um, very little like carbonating activity going on. It's just straight. It's just like water underneath the head. Um, Max took a little sipsky. I'm about to take mine. Hmm. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, so. You were talking about barley malt. Now, I'm tasting something. <laughs> okay, I'm not terribly familiar with Kolsch's German culture. Uh, what kind of, like, taste should I be getting out of this barley? Because there's definitely some, like, sweetness there, for sure. It's not nearly, like, there's no, like, bitter hopness to it at all. Yeah, um, you're not going to get much. I mean, the only the only real reason that the, the hop is there is just so it's not a super sweet nothing beer. Just to cut know? it. It's got a good um, yeah, I mean, too. barley is just a, a grain. I mean, think about when you go eat oatmeal, you know, like barley is just a type of, 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 of grain or not grain or what do you know, a malt that you can use. And yeah. I don't know, it's, no. it's going to taste kind of oatmeal-y and sweet, I'd, I'd say. It has that sort of sweet breakfast Breakfasty, taste Breakfasty, yeah. Yeah, I think this is, well, I was going to say this is like a table beer. I think you know? yeah for sure like this reminds Absolutely. this reminds me of like beer that I would have in Europe when I was like going out to eat and I'd order a beer this was the kind of thing I'd get yeah this isn't a very like at least not from my point of view right now to say like oh try this unique beer as much as it is like this is this pairs with something I know this pairs with food yeah well, you know I'm not <laughs> necessarily sure yet like yeah a few sips <laughs> it's just one of those beers that you, you can sit down and not think about and you're gonna have like Three or four throughout the course of a, a meal. Yeah, it's pretty it, low in alcohol content. Yeah, right? it's four point eight. And that being said, I mean it, it. It like even with that stat, I mean that's low, but it's still kind of like surprisingly watery as far as like how it's drinking and even just sort of the like there's not like a, a straight line or pure flavor that's like punching through it or anything. It's just kind of yeah. like it's just kind of like watery light. Uh, I mean, it's pleasant. It's pleasant to drink, but the the flavor and, and like the even you know, the the malt is sort of subdued and it is. Not, I mean, water is the number one ingredient, so that makes sense. Definitely, it's got definitely some water prominent. In it. Mm, tasting notes of water, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's already it's not very cold. Um, I guess we'll just have to see if uh, if it opens up a little bit, even though yeah. it's not that cold. But I'm looking forward to it. It's good. Yeah. You know, this is a good beer. This is a solid. Not bad. It's right beer. now. Yeah. This is Woody Banter. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, there Holding it is. down yeah. the caboose. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> All right, first story from Reuters. Thanksgiving, Black Friday store sales fall online rises. Sales and traffic at U.S. brick-and-mortar stores on Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday declined from last year as stores offered discounts well beyond the weekend and more customers shopped online. 
Internet sales rose in the double digits on both days, surpassing $3 billion for the first time on Black Friday, according to data released on Saturday. Data from analytics firm Retail Next showed net sales at brick-and-mortar stores fell 5% over the two days, while the number of transactions fell 7.9%. Jeez. Preliminary yeah. data from retail research firm ShopperTrack showed that <laughs> shoppers vi- shopper visits to such stores fell a combined 1% during Thanksgiving and Black Friday when compared with the same days in 2015. Just wanted to get your guys' hot take on that. Less people going out to shop uh, at physical stores and online sales on Black Friday raising to $3 billion for the first time. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's an age of convenience, and this is a trend. It's not like something new. They're going to be even higher next year, too. I think that, one, it's a huge hassle to go to, or like, I mean, maybe not a huge hassle, but it's viewed as a huge hassle already to, like, go to a store. Depending now. where you go, it is a huge Think hassle. about it. I mean, and that applies to not just, it's like everything. Like, think of... I got to go rent a movie from somewhere. Like, no fucking way. You're staying home and you're doing that at home, you know? It's just going to no, start applying. Not. It's going to apply to everything else in the world, right? And also to go and like shop Black Friday means like, all right, let's wrap up Thanksgiving and then go out into a knowingly like horrible environment, you know, after that. Nobody wants to do that. But Have any of you guys ever shopped on Black Friday uh, at retail stores? No, I mean, I was thinking about it. It's surprising how much I really don't give two craps about Black Friday because <laughs> I'm pretty frugal. Like, I don't like spending money that I unnecessarily or unwantingly. Yes. And I literally never think about it. It's never even crossed my mind as an option to go out Black Friday shopping. I went Black Friday shopping once when I was very young, like still early high school or like maybe even seventh or eighth grade with my sister. And I was so young that, like, the cash item that I went in there to get yeah. was, like, this griddle, right? And it was, like, <laughs> yeah. this flat top that I could cook stuff on. Yeah. And I got it. And it was, like, four bucks. It was dope. <laughs> I, mean, it was, I like how the qualifier there was, like, when I was young and still in my griddle days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not going out on Black Friday to get a $4 griddle. Make a mean grilled cheese. Yeah, fucking, yeah it broke in, like, Two months, but yeah, I made some sick pancakes, fucking dope grilled cheeses. It was delicious. I've never, I've never gone out and done Black Friday, but now I think both this last year and especially this year, I was hawkish on the internet looking for digital sales. Yeah. um, Most, what I was looking for most was video game sales. And what the article says here is that. Um, stores offer discounts well beyond the weekend and more customers shopped online. That's what happened with the stuff I was buying. It was like the week of Thanksgiving, all the Black Friday sales hit on the digital storefronts that I buy from. And I really like that. I like how it's just, okay, we all know that this weekend everyone's stoked to save money. We don't need to fucking wait for this one day. Here's the sales, yeah. you know, go ahead and get at them, you know, and I, yeah. Dude, I got so many video games for cheap. Like, just <laughs> awesome. Like, I, I just cashed in. It was sick. Nice. The cyber deals are great. They're well, just as good. I've got. I mean, I've got a couple questions because there's Cyber Monday, right? That's like the thing I've been yeah. hearing. Is cyber Monday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does that mean is that the equivalent of the day of Black Friday for online shit? I think it's supposed to be, but I think it's kind of, like he said, falling into the lines of Black Friday to where, like, when does Black Friday start? Like, yeah, Wednesday well, at 730. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it doesn't really mean sure. anything. Like, if, if it's the equivalent to Black Friday, but Black Friday deals are going on online on Black yeah. Friday, 
then it's like, I why do we have a Cyber Monday? It is also expanded. There might be a few select 24-hour sales, but none that at least I knew of or took part in. And I'm also wondering if uh, if it'll get to the point where it's kind of like online registration, how that was at UT, where people are waking up like 7.30 before the store opens or before the online oh, yeah. store opens at eight or the deals go on at eight and people are just like, <sighs> yeah, just like, <laughs> that's a real though. That is a Dude, real, it, it that sucks. was some stressful stuff. That dude. shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, that was some legitimately it's like, well, this is the morning shit. where I figure out if by the next four months of my life, yeah, are going to be miserable or not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's move on to the next story. This one comes from IGN and the title is the walking dead season seven ratings down considerably. Hmm. The article reads, the viewership for season seven of AMC's post-apocalyptic series, The Walking Dead, is considerably lower than it has been in recent seasons. As of this week's episode, The Walking Dead's ratings have dropped from 17 million at the season seven premiere down to 11 million for episode five, making for a 35% decline. Damn. While season seven's current viewership numbers are still higher than the vast majority of all other television programs that are currently airing, the ratings for The Walking Dead haven't been this low since season three. Damn. AMC has already greenlit an eighth season for the series, so there's plenty more of The Walking Dead to come. Uh, Hunter, I know, I think you're the only Walking Dead fan here. I'm not sure if you're still watching, uh, so I, I kind of threw this one here to, to talk about with you. Uh, how, how does this one strike you? I'm still watching. Um, I will admit that it's a lull of a season so far. And, you know, like... You can always expect like the, the the season opener and all that kind of stuff to like be great and all that kind of surprises and shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Surprises me. Whatever. <laughs> Next. But like, other than that first episode, it's been boring as shit, man. Like, it has been. They they have so many different plot lines going on that it's like you just get disinterested in any of them. You're just like, well. I'm not invested in any of these right now because yeah. all of them are so disconnected and like I, I'm just I don't even know where you're trying to go right now. And two, I think that they lost a lot of steam with the effort that they put into the uh, the Walking Dead, like or Fear the Walking Dead, the L.A. version or whatever. For me as a fan, that just pissed me off. I was just like. Yeah. What was that exactly? Because then a separate I have to show? see all this fucking advertisement about The Walking Dead like all the time when it's not when my Walking Dead isn't even going on, and I have to like purposely avoid fucking AMC with all that shit. So it's a different show. It's 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 The Walking Dead, but in L.A. So it's a different show, and it's not as good. Like it's horrible. Like <laughs> everyone that's watched it is just like this is garbage compared to the other show, um, and that and that just it made me feel like such a money grab and like yeah. I was already starting to feel like the show is just it's it's teetering on too showy, like too much of a theatrical just like build up non actual suspense for stupid reasons. And like them putting that out just made me be like, God dang it. Like I can barely even enjoy the show anymore. So I think like the combination of those two, there's just it's just confusingly sparse storylines and. They also wait a long time in between their seasons. Like, it's one thing if you're, like, yeah. Game of Thrones and you're putting out, like, the same time every year. But they kind of just, like, put it out and then they wait, like, a long time until the next season. And you're like, Cause fuck. I remember specifically, like, 
when everybody got hyped because they hinted at Negan, right? It's like the mm-hmm. new real bad guy. Yeah, he's like they the hinted at him bro. at the end of one where they like cut off these people in traffic, right? And they were like, "Dude, Negan's coming in!" And I like went and I was like, "I gotta research this guy. I don't know uh-huh. what this is." And I looked him up and I looked up the story and I was like, "This dude is fucking tight." Yeah, he's pretty dope. I remember being like, "I might look into this." And like four years later, it was like, "All right, now that starts." And I was like, "Who?" <laughs> I was like, what's going on? So, yeah. I yeah, and I remember being like, that's the guy? He's not out yet? I thought he had already <laughs> gone through the show. So they do it fucking seems, wait it, forever. So It seems to me that like around season seven or eight is the tipping point to whether or not a show is just going to go on because it can yeah. or if it's going to like wrap up and, and kind of end something good. And it says it's going on to season eight. Do you, do you think at this point in time that maybe you're kind of seeing a good show um, deteriorate like other good shows have, you know. I am, and 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 it's weird too because the the comic is still going. I believe, like I don't think that they've ended the comic, and so I don't know how they're planning on just like ending the show if they're just gonna be like do it until they can't do it anymore and just be like, well, it's not doing what we want it to do anymore. Or if they're gonna try and put out some weird closing, like everyone dies or some crazy shit. Um, <laughs> Somebody wakes up. Whoa, crazy <laughs> dude! I'd be so fucking mad. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. It's a it's a seventeen weird spot million right now. to eleven million in five episodes is is pretty dramatic. Do you think it's? Do you think just the main cause is that the the story is bad? Do you think it's a fatigue of all of the Walking Dead stuff, or do you think it's just a combination of both? Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's surprising that it has gotten as much viewership and notoriety as long as it has till now. Because I had a lot of friends that I watched it with that fell off the bandwagon around season four. And, mm-hmm. um, and I understood because there was, a, there was a, a villain called The Governor and there was crazy fatigue with that motherfucker. So like, <laughs> so like I understood. I was like, yeah, like I'm, not, I'm not placing any blame on you not following the show or anything. Like I, I totally get it. Uh, I just pushed through and then there was a couple extra good seasons and I was like, okay. But yeah, I'm starting to get fatigued too now. And like, if I don't miss, if I don't see this the show on Sunday, that used to be the go-to. It was Sunday night, Walking Dead at eight, do it. And yeah, now sure. it's like, if I miss it, well, yeah, eh, okay, yeah. whatever. Who knows? Yeah. Alrighty. Well, Hunter, we threw you a bone. I appreciate now it. Got a, now I got a little mac and cheese yeah. from Max Scott. I'm hungry over here. <laughs> so <what> I, <laughs> you bark it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> This one also comes from IGN, and it says, Could Injustice 2 feature Watchmen characters? And it reads, Characters from Alan Moore's Watchmen series may be appearing in next year's fighting game Injustice 2. This theory is based on a poll posted on Twitter from NetherRealm Studios creative director Ed Boon asking if fans wanted to see Watchmen characters in the sequel to the 2013 video game. As of writing, the vote sits at 74% yes after 20,000 votes. Yeah. Max? Is this the all moment right, we've all been waiting for? Let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's chew this up a bit. Let's uh, spit this back and <laughs> forth, okay? I'm ready we for it. We talked about it when Injustice 1 was out, how Watchmen characters would be very dope oh, yeah. for that show. That being said, you know, the whole shtick of Watchmen is that none of them have powers, so like, how creative could you really get? I think you can get more creative. You think so? Because oh, I yeah. think when you have a character like Rorschach... And he's pretty much known for having like the grapple gun or whatever, so maybe you can incorporate that in there. You kind of already have that with Batman's character and that sort of design. You have character like the comedian who uses guns, but that's kind yep. of covered as well with both Deathstroke and Deadshot. I think it's pretty much the new Deathstroke. In yeah, the but new those one. other characters don't have to be in the game. Batman will be in the game. 
Yeah, but Deadshot's already in the game. So Batman and Deadshot are already in the game. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, if anything... Who, I'm like, just asking who, you, who you'd want. Who are the, I mean, first, who are the main characters that's in Injustice games? Like, main characters? Is it DC it's and DC Marvel com- shit? No, it's just DC characters. Just DC. So okay. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. So they could pull from any of the realm of DC any characters. Any realm of DC characters. Okay. Yeah. We just know, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, whenever Ed Boon does polls like this on Twitter, it's usually because either A, it's going to happen, or B, he's going to take actual feedback, you know? Yeah, of course. And <laughs> so seeing this, it's just like, hey, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is going to have Watchmen characters. Yeah, I mean, for sure. He did that poll a long time ago when they wanted, they were like, would you guys be okay if we put, like, Blue Beetle in this? And everybody was just like, yeah, that would be fucking insane. And he was like, okay, Blue Beetle's in the game. And then, like, he ended up being <laughs> in the game. And it was just like, damn, we have that much power? Yeah. No community should have all this power. Um could but, you put a Dr. Manhattan in this game? I'm saying, like, would you just go full force? And do I don't it think Manhattan? you could. I don't think Dr. Manhattan... Because with Superman, you could argue, like, well, Superman can't be in the game, you know, because he's invincible or whatever. But at least Superman has powers that you can work with. Dr. Manhattan, like, all you really see him do is get big and just blow people up. Yeah, he's you really know? got a so pretty unstoppable... Like, Those are two things you want to do like as a superhero. That sounds like some pretty cool powers. You know, yeah. I might like that. You, you would, you'd have to really like stretch to make up a moveset for him, and I feel like at any point, anything you add that really wasn't there before is going to be too much of a stretch. Yeah, yeah I agree. With Rorschach, he's got the grappling hook. Um, they'd probably give him like the uh, flamethrower with his mm-hmm. little aerosol can, and I just think he'd be like a hands-on... Like a he's a brawler. Combat. Yeah. Very brawler, and I love brawler, brawler characters, and, like, man. They could do cool, like, psychological stuff with him, mm-hmm. you know? Like, maybe he shows you his face or some shit and kills yeah. you. I don't know. <laughs> I think Rorschach works pretty well. And, of course, you've got, like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I got something in my throat. Jeez. you got Night Owl and Scarlet, whatever the hell her name is. Yeah, and Scarlet, who cares? Scarlet, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet Witch? Just kidding. Um, I don't know her actual name. It's not oh, no, Scarlet, it's not Scarlet it? Witch. I don't even no. think it is That's Scarlet. a Marvel That's character. That's a Marvel character. It might be Scarlet, then. Um... But yeah, I think I'm in the same boat to where like my favorite character would be Rorschach. That's who I'd want to see in there the most. I think that'd be fucking sick, you know? Yeah. But that was cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd want to see him as well. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, I just I just wanted to see if you're excited to see that poll pop up. I'm pretty cool. I haven't really like gone back to double check on all the Injustice 2 characters that have been announced. But I remember kind of looking at them and being like, if they're interesting but they're like not gripping me because they have like the base characters that you have to have, right? Like there's going to be Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. They put Supergirl in it, which I was kind of just like, what different stuff are you going to do? I mean, is Superman do? really an automatic out here? Like he has to be in the game, you mean? I would, I mean, he's fucking Superman. He's like DC's poster child. Come on. Yeah, yeah. he has to. Yeah, he has to be in the game. These are all characters that are in the game. Oh, yeah. Superman is going to be yeah, in the game. Yeah, he's in the game. Oh, I thought you were maybe scoffing like he has no, too many no, powers. No, he needs to be in there, and I get that. But then they also have like Gorilla Grodd in there, which I was just like, okay, <laughs> I know the character, but like how creative can you get with his moves? And what about was, villains? Yeah, so I'm saying there's Gorilla Grodd. There's um one of the Red Lanterns from Green Lantern who I wasn't familiar with, but I was kind of just like, Hmm. There's other characters. Deadshot is kind of boring. Is the um, Joker going to be in there? You think? I'm sure he will be, but who knows? Uh, I've also heard rumors that Spawn might be in the game because he's like technically, I think, owned by the same company. That's as pretty DC, cool, and that would be fucking sick. <laughs> I thought Spawn was Image. He is Image, but he's like the character itself 
is like still owned within the family of DC somehow. Yeah. Honestly, like the character roster, I don't really care so much. I'm more just excited for a new fighting game, especially Injustice, because it's 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 Mortal Kombat, but with back to block, which is you know, it's a little bit faster. Yeah. Have it's some cooler movesets. Essentially, yeah, like a focus attack pretty much. Um, and if and if Rorschach shows up, like I got my main. Yeah. <laughs> well, Solomon Grundy up. will be there, man. Just <laughs> waiting for him. Kill my! I will kill myself. <laughs> that would be horrible. If Grundy's in the game, Solomon Grundy uh, was one of the most aggravating characters I've ever played against in a fighting game. What was so aggravating about the reach? His that so I made what? With like they character. had a character. Every character like a character specific move, right? Yeah, like an attribute was just like you the press B like yeah yeah. I think you press two buttons and you would do yeah. it. His would grab you, and then if you got it, it was a guaranteed thirty five percent. Like yeah, and you it was, got grabbed, man. I don't know what's. Oh yeah, the, the, you know what the risk that? reward Jump, there really back dash really mounts out anything like that. <laughs> uh, so on this subject, let me kind of ask you too. So you're excited for a new fighting game? Have you looked into the Marvel versus Capcom four rumors yet? Uh huh. So yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, because it'll be coming out on Friday, Saturday, I'm sure we'll get some yeah, sort of reveal Capcom for that. Cap. Um. So if they do it with Marvel Studios, Marvel Studios is like most likely not going to put X Men characters in the game. Uh huh. How do you feel about that character thing? Personally, I don't care because I don't really care about the X Men too much, and I don't have a big history with Marvel versus Capcom. But that being said, uh, X Men characters not being in the game for that series is. It would be like Master Chief not being in Halo. You know what I mean? Because yeah. X Men like, are still, I think no matter what, X Men are still the poster child of Marvel. No matter like, even though there haven't been Marvel Studio, really, you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna go that far and say they're the poster childs? Who Children? else do you think you would be? Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, but that's yeah, true. But I kind of consider they just got Spider Man. He's just now in Marvel Studios. Really? Yeah. Well, now you got him. Well, now he's in there. <laughs> Wait, what? So. Is, what was he before? What do you mean? What you he was uh, Fox. Fox owned him. Oh, wow. And they just bought him for Civil War. Ah, and now he's back in the Marvel Studios. Yeah, Spider-Man's probably the poster child of Marvel. But still, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting to think of, like, what that might I think change the, for the game. I think in the Avengers, like the Avengers Yeah, the Captain America, the Thor, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah but Iron Man. Like, I guess. I, guess I mean, the, what, the, what I've read about the rumors is that they're going to be pu- pulling from those uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe characters to prop up those films. So I, I guarantee you'll get most of the guard. You'll probably Guardians see like Groot in there. You'll get the majority of the guardians. You'll get, it's kind of boring though, man. I don't know. How I Coming out with that. a new guardians of the galaxy movie, by the way, did you see that? Yeah. It's going to be pretty dope. I think, it'll, I think cool. I'll have to watch it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, why was there a particular reason why they would like specifically exclude X-Men? Characters? Because for that reason, they're not in the cinematic universe. They don't own the characters. So, like, when X-Men and Wolverine movies come out, Marvel doesn't profit off of it. Hmm. So they don't want to promote. And they do that with the comics, too. Like, there's, like, Marvel comics are weeding out X-Men as well, which is kind of strange. What the fuck? I know. It's politics? Come on, man. Well. Just give me some Wolverine in this. Give me a little Wolverine. A little old man Logan in there, please. Old man Logan. That movie looks dope. Um, what else we got? Final news story. Also from IGN. Nintendo Switch private hands-on events to take place on January 13th. 
It reads, Nintendo has issued invitations to a private hands-on event in January for its upcoming Switch console. The press-only event will be held on January 13th, 2017 in New York following the already announced Nintendo Switch presentation on January 12th. Uh, just, that's basically all the news January. So by January 13th and 12th, we're going to have, um, much more information more than we have already just from the reveal trailer on what the Nintendo switch is. There's still a variety of questions that they kind of got to come out and answer. You know, they got to tell us what the price is. Uh, a couple rumors have pointed to the lowest skew being $250, which I think is incredible. Um, they need to tell us what the battery life is. We need to see what the launch lineup of games are going to be. Um, you know, is there motion controls? Is there, is the, does it have a touchscreen? Like there's still a lot of questions in the air. We've all seen the concept and I think a lot of the internet is down with the concept, but this is kind of the moment in my eyes where it's going to really make or break the launch sales of the, uh, the console, because if they come out and kind of tell us a lot of bad news a couple months before it, it releases. It may like sour people for a bit. So I, I hope that they just tell us nothing but good things. You know, this is a super important moment for this because I think they have a lot of hype coming out for the switch because nobody knows a lot about it, but they do know that you can take it with you wherever you go. And that's fucking insane, you know, <laughs> but the first thing that everybody fucking thinks is I think battery life. I think they better have some good numbers on that. Like, yeah. If they don't, I don't think you're I don't think you're gonna see anything great. And and the reason why there's been quotes from some of the Nintendo like officials who have said, like, well, this is a this is a home first console. Like they've been kind of really mm. emphasizing the <laughs> fact that it's it's like this is meant Simmer to be down now. Yeah, like if you want to go <laughs> into the kitchen or something, like yeah. <laughs> you go to the kitchen. Which is still tight, but like, dude, there needs to be hours on that thing because that's what people are gonna like I that's mean, a differentiator. I, yeah, I can't imagine that. Yeah, like people aren't really gonna not buy this for the idea that, like, sick, I can take this with me on the bus or like for whatever other time you can. I mean, that that's a really cool feature to have to play, you know, top level Nintendo games. Yeah, on the bus or out and about. I think that's really sick. So I think they need to There's come out with good numbers for the battery life, or that's gonna look bad. Um, I think a solid price point, two hundred and fifty, would be shocking. Yeah, me. dude. Like, I was thinking like three hundred bucks would be already be like if like I thought in my head like three hundred bucks would get me like interested to like literally yeah. maybe purchase this machine when I haven't had a you know I haven't bought a Nintendo console since we won a long time ago and that was like way after it came out just to buy it for my parents so we could play Wii bowling <laughs> you know yeah so that would get me very interested in a console that I normally would not be terribly interested in but. I think those are kind yeah. of the two things. That I also want to know like how memory on it works because I know they're going to cartridge-based games, but if you can download games, like how is there a hard drive on this thing? Like how does that work? You hmm. know, are there going to be different SKUs where like two hundred fifty bucks gets you like a super small memory set, but three hundred bucks you get this many, you know, gigabytes or whatever? So, which I think would be okay as long as you could always buy expandable memory afterwards. Have they made? Yeah. Have they made any sort of? Uh, intimation about the gameplay that they're primarily focusing on with the with the console. I mean, with the Wii, it was so heavily based on motion sensor type gameplay. Have they completely sort of off? Is this an offshoot of that? Like, are they going to try and do that? I shit? think so. No, I I think what we've what we've seen with their trailer is a show that it, they're moving away from motion based stuff. 
there's rumors that the little Joy-Con controllers might be motion enabled, but the fact that they in the trailer showed like 15 times people playing with the Pro controller, people playing with the two controllers on the little apparatus that comes with it, people playing um, with the controllers on the side of the screen. You didn't see any motion in there. Mm-hmm. You didn't see anyone touching the screen. They're like, these people are playing games like traditional games are played. I think that's very important. Yeah. You know? I think the most that it's going to have, it's going to be like uh, the same kind of handles that like the DS and stuff will have, where like maybe there's a gyroscope inside it. So maybe you can yeah. like, do something along that lines. But nothing to where you're like, shake it to fucking hit the ground or right. something like that. That was always a big pain in the butt. Well, I also have another like, isn't a huge selling point about the PlayStation Vita that you can play PlayStation games and transfer it from your console to your Vita and continue playing on your Vita? Isn't that kind of like a big selling point for the Vita? Is that not how it works? No. I mean, there's there are some games that are cross-play where you can play them both on PS4 and on Vita and you can transfer your saves back and forth. Oh. So you can do that. But it's it's not so much that like you can play a PS you can use um what a feature called remote play where I can stream what's happening on my PS4 to my Vita mm-hmm. but I got to be like on the same network and stuff like that oh okay because yeah, I was wondering how much of an actual competitive advantage it was if Vita has already set up some sort of similar type thing but it sounds like if if this is really a grab and go, you can go and do this and yeah. and transfer it easily. Then then they really will have kind of opened up a new market space. I'm excited. I'm I'm. Are you I, sold? I this, Are you already sold? I'll probably buy one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna buy one. Cool. Probably day one. I mean, I I just one. I want to play the new Zelda game. I think yeah. Breath of the Wild looks really cool. Um, the fact that they showed just for a couple seconds a 3D Mario game in the trailer, like. 3D Mario <laughs> games don't come very often, yeah. and when they, <laughs> when do, they do, like, oh boy, uh, spend money on them. <laughs> the, yeah, the Zelda one looked pretty cool. I'll have to say, like him riding on yeah. his horse. I was like, that game reminds looks me of The Witcher. So fucking <laughs> Let's dope. get onto it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll honestly be cool. It'll be interesting to see how that game compares or how it looks in a post Witcher three world. You know, mm-hmm. because. Zelda is gonna Zelda this time is gonna be an open world game and such, but there the precedent has been set so high by so many other developers that I'm just I'm just interested interested to see how that game plays out. I think Zelda is a special franchise, and Nintendo has access to some of the best first party development teams in the world. So there's gonna be some cool stuff about it. But when you do look at some of the gameplay, it's like yeah, the the world. Looks a little empty compared to what other games have done. And I don't. I don't think that necessarily is a bad thing or a problem, you mm-hmm. know. But mm-hmm. it's just going to be interesting to see how it turns out. Yeah. Cool. Can I um, wait to play that? But yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy one. Are you, are Max? I see you're. You're just kind of tepid. Like you're interested. Yeah. I mean, I need to see a price point. Like, three hundred would get my eyes focused on it for sure. I'm not gonna spend like four hundred bucks on a fucking. Yeah. Another console that at least not right now. You know, um I mean two fifty was like that's like sold. Not even because of the fifty bucks, but just because of like, dude, Nintendo, that'd be fucking dope if you put out <laughs> a fucking day one system for that low. Even if it was like the lower memory grade, like I Where do we I keep getting the two fifty? Is that just a complete speculation? I think it's or? just rumors. So there was a couple retailers where um the Nintendo Switch I think either showed up for pre order or just a skew showed up period and 
it was like it was in pounds or something like that, or I think even in in, in the Canadian dollar or whatever the hell they use for <laughs> the Canadian uh, monopoly yeah, money that they use. I've up actually there. been doing currency exchange rates, and uh, the Canadians about point seven seven. U.S. dollar, or the U- yeah, yeah, it's yeah pretty weak. U.S. dollars. I only anyway, remember the con- looking on the back of the books that I would buy. Right, like this is eleven dollar book. Oh, <laughs> in America, it's like seventeen <laughs> bucks in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Canada. <laughs> Just kidding, I guess. So so far, there's been we like really one or two <laughs> of these listings in different places where the conversion comes out to like two forty nine. So yeah. hmm. cool. It has, it's not officially announced, but it's the rumor. Still, yeah, that would be baffling, but. That's. I mean, I'm interested. What about you? From what you've heard about the system, are you at all it's, interested? It's yeah. Okay. So I'll say this. I'm interested in the fact that, like, as far as just like a good working machine that I can sit down and play, like PlayStation's doing it for me. It is a solid fucking bargain. I like my console. This seems like this would fill in the peripheral gaming yeah. feel, where it's like. With the PlayStation, it's not as much of a thing that I'm going to play with like a bunch of people. So if if I have people over at my place and we want to play some video games like who wants Smash to watch me play Witcher all day, Mario Party, right? Yeah, <laughs> Mario Party or Smash or you know just something yeah. that's more fun and lively. Then maybe the Nintendo could fill that void. And you know, I also don't have the only thing I have really uh, as far as gaming goes is my phone as uh, on the move. So yeah. and that sucks. So. If, if I Man, that thing is fucking horrible, so. it's it's a phone, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's not the same as having like actual text or dexterous movement. Yeah. So buttons. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm surprised. Like I'm not a I I'm all I'm almost the opposite of a Nintendo fanboy. Like I'm not really on the bandwagon. There's You're a, a lot Nintendo of, skeptic. There's a lot of people that I watch get really hyped about Nintendo shit, and I'm like, why? You know, um, but this is actually something that I think is is this is oh. genuinely interesting. Let me also throw this rumor out at you. Okay. Um, apparently, so every time a new Pokemon game comes out, you get the two versions, and then later you get like a single version that's like the souped up, whatever you know, like you had, you had red and blue and then yellow, right? Apparently, the souped up version of uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon is going to be titled Pokemon Stars, and it's going to come to the Switch, and like. This just being said, I would pay fucking good money if they came out with a game where I can play like the Game Boy version of a kick-ass new Pokemon and I could transfer that and play Pokemon Stadium on Nintendo. You heard it here, Nintendo. <laughs> Seriously, Make like if they happen. threw down the gauntlet and let it happen for me. Like apparently <laughs> apparently that's how it's working with this like This game even, is uh, for me. The Pokemon um Go? Yeah, Pokemon Go. Uh, apparently, the idea was that the new Pokemon games that are coming out on Nintendo, you can like transfer the Pokemon that you've caught and start up your game with those Pokemon and shit. And I don't think pr- that's the case. That would be hella integrated. That would be freaking cool. Yeah, dude. it would be sweet. But Sun and Moon just came out, and it looks really cool and all the reviews are like this is the one that's that's so weird i was just listening to stuff about that today and i was just like why am i so fucking interested in this the way like people are talking about i'm like what's going on with fun dude (laughs) that is a good fucking time dude like it's i don't know i think for me the most intriguing thing about a new pokemon game is that i haven't seen all of these in between bs like the farthest I saw was bronze and silver. 
you know, yeah. or gold and silver. So, um, I bet like they have added a fuck ton of shit as far as like data and memory and storage and all that kind of shit. And just, you know, getting innovative. Like I would love to see where it's at. That being said, I would get confused with like the fuck ton of new, po- like eight generations of Pokemon that they've had. But I mean, I'm sure that'd be fun, you know, yeah, catch up. Yeah. Yep. I mentioned, I mean, we've been going a little long on this, on this segment. I guess it's kind of turned into like what we want from the Nintendo switch, yeah. which kind of went through the gaming, um, the freaking space for a little while, but I'll also throw this in there while we're talking about it. Uh, on the Nintendo 3DS, you had the 3D versions of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. And then on Wii U, you had the HD version of Wind Waker. And if they brought all those games to the Switch, done. I am like I am the happiest man in the world. And for Ev, like bundled for two fifty. Yeah, no, <laughs> for real. Because it's like not even for for just you. But for as somebody who legitimately like missed out, I feel like on those games, I never played never Wind played... Waker. Is that the jet oh, ski you... game? No. What? <laughs> dude, come on, dude. Uh, maybe I'm thinking Wave Racer. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that game was sick. Every time I went to Double Dave's, I had the high score every time. <laughs> it was pretty fun, dude. <laughs> I love how Max's reaction is like, come on. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody just fell off of their chairs <laughs> listening to this. Somebody got in a car accident right now. Comedian, We're really yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm here for that. Whatever you know. that was. God damn. Uh, no, but that game was supposed to be like this, this incredible experience that I feel so left out of when people talk about Zelda that I would really like to go back and experience. And I, I will played do that through on the a good bit of it. Uh, yeah, I played through a good bit of it again this year. I think I might have even talked about that. And that game is just so full of joy. Dude, that game is just happiness. Positivity. Yeah. And, like, honestly, I wish I still lived with you, Hunter, because all of the NPCs that you talk to have, like, these real goofy idle animations. <laughs> and they don't talk, but they'll, like, they'll like make a noise or whatever. And I was like, dude, this is prime time Hunter impressions right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need you for these. Hunter's into it. You, you heard it here, Nintendo. He's going to buy a Switch. It might happen. <laughs> you have to convince me, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's halftime time. So we'll be right back. If you want to follow the show once the mics have turned off, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Witty Banter Show. Also, like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast and help the show get discovered by leaving a review on iTunes. And finally, steer the conversation by sending a question to wittybantershow at gmail.com or suggest a beer for us to review by going to our website, wittybantershow.com. That's enough plugs. Let's get back to the show. Fuck, man. I, I'm not on your level right now, Hunter. <laughs> Hunter's got a lot of energy in there. I've, I've noticed that, Hunter, you have maybe the widest range of beeps. I know I fall back on the same beeps. I'll gladly I know I take do. that title. Chase has a very classic beep approach. Well, I have to open the show with the beep. Yeah, you have the beep. But then when you're not the opener, you do the awkward, weird beep. On purpose. Well, Chase also I'm analyzing opts everybody's beeps, and I know a lot of beeps. He doesn't beep at the very end when you and I beep, and he doesn't beep right before halftime a lot of the time as well. Chase, <laughs> you know you gotta hold, withhold. You gotta create an artificial scarcity. There's supply oh, and demand. Yeah. Supply. Therefore, <laughs> raising the too much out of the market. <laughs> That's you know. I, I mean, no value that, there. I do think that Chase brings on uh, some some strange, interesting beeps on the real beep beeps. What Chase is trying to say is on we the essentially real started... beep beeps. <laughs> <laughs> ah, beep beep. 
Yeah, we're pre- essentially just like the fear of the Walking Dead beeps over here that we just throw in there. <laughs> don't compare yeah. me to that shit. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do don't. it. That's like wallpaper. Yeah, right. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Um, how's the Kolsch? Um, it's good. We just poured up, poured up a uh, uh, a fresh batch. Kolsch is tasty. We, I mean, that's got to speak for something. That these are tall boys. Mm-hmm. And we've already killed a tall boy a piece right now, and we had to go get more Kolsch. It's a sessionable beer, man. I was also very inspired by the idea that you had colder beers. Yeah. So I was very like, I should probably go through this first round. Yeah, no, let's go the for next it. Next because I think we're going to be able to compare two different, you know, approaches to this beer. Because the first, the warm, you know, I mean, not warm. It just wasn't. Ice cold. It wasn't Blue Mountain Coors like cold. No, you know? I had put him in the fridge maybe like 15 minutes before. Really? So, yeah, yeah, it was so not very was cold noticeable. at all. That being said, wasn't an undrinkable beer. Was, no, it's still good. And, you know, if you're a craft connoisseur, you might. In fact, that's you know, probably how probably, you would get yeah, in I was Germany. Say, you probably, you know, scoff at us even saying that we refrigerated this second round. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, I thought it was really good. Um, it's got a lot of character for how easy to drink it is um the sweetness is definitely there um the lightness is definitely there um that thick head adds a nice little like initial weight to the drink as well um it's just smooth and it's very easy to drink but there's nothing very like there's nothing boring about it there's nothing there's no like american budweiser feel to it at all there's definitely some it's definitely pure Definitely, That's that Reinheitsgebot yeah. coming in for the say, clutch. This definitely passed the pure beer law. Of, Can't tell if it's the Reinheitz yeah. or the Gebot, yeah. but one of those is speaking to me right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say this. I think I think you're right. It's not boring, but I'm a little underwhelmed. Like I thought that being that it's a Kolsch, and I haven't had that many Kolsches, and the Kolsches that I've had have been pretty. Like I could, I could tell it was a little different. Um, this hasn't stuck out as like an incredibly different style of any sort. It is drinkable. It's crisp and light, and I'm not gonna say runny because we've already established that that is that's a pretty bad. Yeah, this one you want to stay away from. It has a very negative connotation. And I don't even really want to say watery, but it, I mean, really, it, it has watery Thin. favor. Yeah, it, well, it's. It, it's just it's just, it's wet. <laughs> you know, it's the wettest beer I've had in a it's, while. Uh, yeah, it, there's just you know there's not any sort of real strength of flavor in it, and um, and I think I don't know. I, there's just a, a a feeling of dearth with that for me. Um, but yeah, it, it's still good, and we're still enjoying drinking it, and it, it's going down easy, and I can tell it's like a well-made beer, like. This is probably exactly what they're going for. I probably just need to be trying more Kolsch style or Kolsch uh, uh, lagers. Uh, I don't know if it's a, it would be considered an ale or a lager. Well, yeah. I think it is an ale. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, as far as I'm concerned, like Kolsch doesn't really even like mean anything to me right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it might as well be a pale ale, and I wouldn't think anything different. So. But it has, it's not bitter at all, though. Like there's no, I can't get hardly any hop characteristics. No. Do you get any wheat characteristics from like the? Uh, there's like yeast that oaty thing. It's like an oat or like wit, flavor. you know, like wit beers or whatever. A little bit, not like any bubble gummies kind of or like definitely candy. not any bubble gum. Not for bubble me. gum. It's a different kind of sweetness. It's like a honey sweetness. 
it's it's <laughs> i don't know man i'm really not getting a whole lot of flavor notes but i usually don't so it's not we, a huge we surprise won't, yeah, we, we won't belabor it we're not gonna we're yeah. not gonna stick that stop spot putting us on, on the pedestal <laughs> yeah, yeah trying to pressure us right now what kind of flavors are you, let's move on to the segment wait I mean, wait wait i probably, want to yeah, hear it yeah, yeah, no, map it out tell me now me. my eyes are closed and i'm not tasting it so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Max, you're going to introduce for us a new segment, huh? Yes, I'm excited. I'm glad that um, I was able to bring it to the table. Finally, I was able to add something to the show for once, so that's great. Um, so I was talking to you before. What's the name of the segment, dude? Yeah, hold on. Let me set it up. Okay. <laughs> he's going to give it a little... Uh, uh, really just kind of like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize it's a slow so, burn. I got you. All right. I, I texted you for a little thing called advice. Okay, I needed advice on something. And then I realized, you know what? People listening to the show, they respect us. Probably, maybe. Fuck some yeah. kind of you. <laughs> they look up to us. And they want to know what we have to think. Who better to go to you to for advice? So I wanted this segment to be very simple. Tips and tricks from Witty Banter. Tips, tips and tricks. tricks. Yeah. Tips. Just, everybody, tips just, and let's tricks. just make it on the spot. Let's just make it. Tips. Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Yeah, I'll let you guys yeah. keep it there. It's I'm putting something behind it. We're going to make that the one. Oh, perfect. Okay. That'll work. Yes. Excellent. Great. <laughs> All right. So uh, with that in mind, uh, I went to Chase with some advice because I'm moving out of my house into a new uh, cooler, more adult house, and I'm looking at all my lame, young kid, stupid shit, <laughs> and I'm thinking... <laughs> I, you know, I need to get rid of all this stuff, but you know, I am a charitable person, but I'm also a very broke person. Okay. So I need to look at my stuff and I need to see how do I, how do I make this into value? So I essentially bundled up all of my, all of my stupid kid shit and <laughs> it mostly boiled down to things like DVDs. Like I was a big DVD collector when I was younger. Yeah. Having no foresight into the future and what that might bring. <laughs> yeah, man. God, so I I'm so over collecting anything anymore, dude. Collecting stuff is whack. And we talked so, about this once about like birthday gifts. Unless you give it to me for a birthday gift, like a novelty item, I have no love for novelty <laughs> items at all. No qualms. No. But if you give me one, it's the most valued thing on the planet to me. I have one shelf dedicated to it, and that if once that shelf is full, sorry, you guys are just so nice. Yeah. Um, but I have a bunch of fucking like DVDs, a few books, some things that I'm just trying to get rid of. And I texted Chase because I know you turned your stupid kid shit into a cool guy adult video game controller. Yeah, man. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I was I, I was able to sell my DVDs and my books, and I got 150 bucks back for all of them, which is pretty good. I mean, that's so, yeah. I was walking out of there pretty happy. Yeah. So I. I took all my stuff to half price books and what I did was like, and I've gone there twice now. I've sold video game stuff there and I've sold, I've tried to sell video game stuff there and I've sold my, my DVDs and my books. Right. Yeah. And when you go to sell things at like secondhand places, go ahead and set the president precedent when you get in there that like, you want to know what the hell's going to be going into what number they're going to give you. Yeah. So basically when I walked in there, I was like, so how are you going to determine like what is valuable? And I made them kind of tell me, you know, and like yeah. what I wanted to know, I'm like, why are you going to give me what you're going to give me? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And, and so after they do all their stuff and they came back with the number, if it's a number you like, or maybe you're like, you're, you don't like it or whatever. I asked, I was like, well, how much were these? Like how much did you give me for those? And if I thought that that wasn't fair, I was like, I would say like, 
this thing, like, open it up. Look at the disc. It's it's super clean. Um, you know, it's not dusty or whatever. And you can you can bargain with these people, right? Yeah. That being said, and that and that got me a lot of dollars added onto stuff. But when I went there with my video game stuff, I was just with like a different employee, and this guy was a fucking dickhead. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was like a super big stickler for like, well, company policy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not allowed to tell you like which items or what. And I just kept asking. Like I get, I went with my Wii and all my games, and I was like. Look, dude, there are some golden gems of games in here. Yeah. And I, I pointed them out. I was like, Metroid Prime goes for this much money on eBay. Um, Mario Kart Double Dash goes for this much money. Wind Wake, like everything. I was like, these are these are nice games. I was like, how much, how much were you giving me for these controllers or whatever? And I kept pushing him and pushing him. And he didn't want to answer my questions. But the more I asked, like he... I'm not going to just watch... Like, you know what I mean? Like you kind of have to... Yeah, you yeah. have to talk to me, right? Yeah. yeah. And... He was being all Weasley and stuff. I was like, all right, never mind. And I, I took my stuff back and I went to another uh, actual gaming place and I got like 140 bucks when yeah. they originally, the other place offered me like 40. Damn. And so that's, that's my other tip is if you don't get what you want, go ahead and go to other places. Yeah. You don't know, be like afraid shop. to fucking just say no, dude. Like I'm not taking that. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Sh- shop around and and make it known that like you are interested in the process and that you're gonna stick up for your stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I took a I took a negotiating course in college. Did you really? Yeah, it there was good go. stuff, man. A debate um, kind of course, yeah. And what's surprising is they kind of try to instill in you that everything is negotiable, even if it has a price tag on it. Even I mean, if you have the balls and the gumption. And you're willing to ask, <laughs> then like you'd be surprised what you could get away with. Yeah. And um, I think that's the biggest hurdle is is for people to be willing to say like, well, what about that? Could I maybe get this for it or and that kind of thing? And so when it, I think that there are two approaches. I like I like your approach, Chase, where you, you clearly did your research, you know your shit, and you're willing to stick up for it. There's also where you have done your research and you come to the table with a number, and that's called anchoring. Yeah. And if you yes. and if you can set if you can set an anchor, um, and and the way I would do it, like specifically with stuff that we're talking about, you research your stuff, you get like for its condition and all the all the things that are going into it, like the highest value that you would possibly give it, and then you use that as an anchor, and say like. This is what it should go for. And then everything after that is a negotiation around that number. Exactly. And so if even if they drop from that number, you're still getting more than you probably would in the first place. You know? Yep. And so that's kind of just like the main basis of what we learned about negotiating. And plus, too, some people are dickheads. So, again, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Another important just, note from my class. Some people are dicks. Some people are cool and willing Chapter to help six, you out. Dealing with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some people are cool and willing to help you out. And, like, like we would go through a lot of, uh, like, case examples and stuff. And there is somewhere you literally are like, you cannot budge at all. And so you have to go against somebody who's, like, not willing to budge at all. And that's when you have to, yeah, you have to be willing to just say, like, I don't want the convenience of getting this off my hands, I want to get the price I want to get. And you have to go shop around. Yeah. 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 I think, 
another thing we can touch on before getting to the actual store, though, when it comes to throwing stuff out, I've been doing this a ton recently. And what I've also realized, something that I think is important is there's going to be some stuff that you're going to come across where you're going to be like, maybe this is the one thing I hold on to, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want to throw this away. The test I've been giving myself is, do I only think about this thing when I'm contemplating throwing it out? And I've realized that the answer has been yes on a lot of stuff. And I'm like, then just do it. Like, it's going to hurt like a Band-Aid. But once it's gone, like, yeah, I never am going to think about that again. And you won't. Yes, can say you literally won't think about it because it won't be there to consider whether or not you want to throw it out or not. I don't know. I mean, I think I could apply that to a lot of shit I'm definitely not willing to sell, though. Like, my magic shit, like... I never really think about my magic shit very but often. You use your magic shit. I've heard you not talk very often. We have a segment called Metal or Magic. Yeah, <laughs> on it's this true. Show. But I'm saying like there there are certain decks that I play more than others, mm-hmm. and so like if I think about magic, I'm thinking about playing with like those best decks. But I've also made other decks. I don't think I would be willing to just go off and sell it just because I don't think about it very often. It doesn't come up very often. Yeah, like, you're not like so ingrained. Yeah, in but the you're magic also community. not. But you're also not even considering getting rid of that stuff. I guess you know? it's true. Yeah, it's not really on the market right now. It's. I feel like magic is something you value. I when do. I look at you. That's in my top <laughs> ten. <laughs> when I, when I my, see you. When I see Hunter, I think of like accounting. I think of Radiohead. And I think of magic. I'll take that fucking trio. That's a pretty good trio there. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I can dig it. So, well, I mean, you said you were trying to sell some shit. How does this go? So I I haven't done it yet uh, because I did some research on half price books. And I'm sorry. And obviously everybody said like, these guys are scam artists. They want to give me <laughs> 10 cents for my DVDs. They ain't These happening. These are mobsters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to put a horse head in my fucking sheets. <laughs> um, but so I, I heard a lot of negative things. So I went the, the online route and I checked for a lot of different online places. Where you okay. Now, I am somebody who is uh, knowledgeable uh, on eBay. I know how it works. I had a little... You know, guitar ring where I used to essentially just no buy shit. and sell guitars for a little while. It was really sick. <laughs> uh, but it's just it's not like feasible for the amount of things that I want to sell and for the value of each one. Like I look at these and I'm like, I want to get like a dollar or two off of these. But that's not worth me making an entire like page dedicated to this thing, right. auctioning it for a week and then selling it to somebody for a dollar. I'm not mm. going to do that. But I did find one site that I found out of all the other sites uh, – uh, was stand like stood out as being getting the most value, and that was declutter.com. Declutter. Ooh. Which I, okay, I haven't yeah, heard of this. I saw that name and I thought, like, okay, this is pretty, you know, this is exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to declutter. These guys already, I'm, I'm you know, vibing with them. You know, they understand. Right. Uh, so this is the first site I went to, and I went in there, and on average, I got about 75 cents to a dollar per DVD I had. Which was it's pretty, pretty good. good. I, I know I know at half price books particularly they will give you more money for just things that sell better at their stores. Yeah. So I got like ten dollars per Disney DVD, Ooh. and I had a few of those, and that was like the biggest boon of my <laughs> of my. So that thing. might be something also to consider because it's like yeah. So essentially, what you do is you like you type in the barcode for exactly what you have, so there's no like confusion about yeah. what box that you have or <laughs> yeah. whatever you just type it in or if you have a phone you can just snap a picture of it and it'll automatically bring it up cool and i found like there at that site and it's 100 percent 
shipping is comped to as well, which is also pretty important. It's literally all you got to do is just find a box to put your shit in. I'm digging this. Send it there, right? So I got about 75 cents to a dollar per DVD with a few, you know, newer ones getting up there, newer like seasons of shows getting up there. Okay. Uh, but that place compared to everywhere else, dude, like everywhere else that I kind of had the same system where you like had to find exactly what you were selling. Some places offered me like 10 or 20 cents for a DVD. And I'm like, I'm not, this is even worth the time it's I a, used to test this, fucking dime. you know, it's a dime. I'm not even fucking <laughs> worth it. So my tip of the day is if you don't, if you, you know, don't have the confidence or the strength to walk into a half price books <laughs> and bully back, you know, if you're trying to get that nice, but if you are trying to get the, like the half convenience, half value, I would say my number one tip would be declutter.com. Not sure if I'm going to use it. I feel like I'm a person who does have the confidence and strength yeah. to walk into a half price books. Hey, listen, lay my dick on fuck the table. half 75, yeah. 75%. <laughs> So I, I do plan on, on maybe at least trying that out for some of my more items that I think that they might get more value out of than online is the computer. But I thank you for your advice. I mean, that's cool. That's really cool that you were able to turn it into, what did you end up making, 140 bucks off of everything? About 150 bucks, yeah. That's exactly what I need right now. This is really relevant, too, because there are all sorts of apps that are coming out about getting rid of shit that you don't want anymore. Have you all just- tried any apps for that? What do you mean? I actually have not. Let go being one that I've seen advertised a good bit. Um, I'll check it out, man. I stand but. behind that theory a lot, dude. Like having things weighs you down as a person. Oh, absolutely. Everybody dude. who's a minimalist that I know is extremely happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, everybody. I wouldn't know, but everybody I do know <laughs> yeah. that is happy are usually also a minimalist too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to try to get to that place. Especially when you live with somebody who is the exact opposite. It's a pack rat. My God, dude. It's <laughs> insane. I was like, there's so much stuff when we're moving. I went through and just like, there's one sliding door, essentially closet that's downstairs. It's like a universal like storage space mm-hmm. to where like, I looked in there and I was like, we moved in and put this shit in here. I closed this door and never fucking opened it. <laughs> and of course, as we're both in there, she's not doing, you know, like she's just sitting there watching me take all this shit out. And I'm just kind of like, Casually running by, like, hey, do you still want this? Like, she's like, yes. What are you talking about? Exactly, dude. She's like, bro. I'm like, you want this fucking broken whiteout marker? You want this recorder? I'm not sure it still works. Like, hey, I'm a teacher. I got a whiteout stuff. I got a whiteout thing. So I'm like, no, you fucking don't. You're full of shit. No, you fucking do not. There's yeah, a lot of shit that she was like, I gotta keep it. So I made a dedicated box of shit for her, so she can find her own space to put that. All right, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the questions. This is Dunter's Mail Corner. It's it. Dunter's Mail Corner now. <laughs> Okey-doke. Got a few. Um, we've got one that it, it's titled Question for the Pod, Your Friend uh, Israel, a.k.a. The, AKA the Better Ryu, and it's a question about the SAG after a voice strike. And I don't know if maybe he didn't hear the episode. I'm pretty sure we answered his question already. Or maybe it was like a glitch where it sent it in again. But Dooney Ray, if you listen back, I think, two episodes, in the title it says there's like listener mail. We answered, I believe, this question already. So yeah, we talked and, about like what the importance of a voice oh, yeah. is and stuff. Yeah, yeah they had yeah. a strike. So yeah. check that one out. Um, but then we have Dunter Horset himself. Thank you, Dunter. Hawkeye. Holding it down. It says, sup, Trouble Bubbles. 
Out of all the Disney slash Pixar princesses, which ones would you put in put on your Mary Boff kill list? Mm. Dunter, I'm all about the Wiggles horse set. Hmm. hmm. What's well, a, a it's sort of a flawed question there, Dunter? Because you could put any on your Mary Boff kill list. Well, I mean, everybody here just throw one out. I think you yeah. could, you could say everybody. of all Disney princesses, who would you marry? Who would you boff? And who would you kill? Yeah. So let's okay. <laughs> Everybody just throw out a Disney princess that comes to mind first. Jasmine, Milan. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> you just sold some DVD movies, man. Yeah, you're man. already throwing them out of your mind. He suppressed that much? it, man. He yeah, I'm trying to shit. think of pic- what Pixar. Well, yeah, do something interesting. Are. Make a Pixar. There's like a female the tangled. Uh, what's her face? The, Nobody, the, don't the do Rapunzel. Tangled. And... tangled is so lame. <laughs> what Rapunzel's cute. Who's? Never mind. Mandy made me watch it, so I, yeah, I, I had okay, to yeah. give her a little shout I'll out. I'll double so check with Mandy on that one. Um, but I mean, no, I, I, you're trying to think of specifically Pixar princesses because yeah, I don't know that shit. What's Pixar? I don't think. I mean, I there's, mean there's uh, Merida. I mean, there's I freaking Pocahontas. There's freaking. Uh, you said Milan. I said Milan. She's not even a princess, dude. Is she a princess? Milan is a powerful female princess. I thought she was just I mean, a, a maybe female she's not a princess. I thought she was just a female uh, protagonist. Have you guys seen the new movie like Moana or whatever they just came out with? Oh, no, Moana the Hawaiian chick. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I'm gonna put her on my list. There we go. That's I haven't cool. even seen nice or yeah, heard I've got no what she's like. Who that I is. What if she's really that's like lame? me being racist against Hawaiians like if I choose to kill her? She's on the boff list, dude. She's Hawaiian, bro. Boff it, dude. <laughs> Whip it, pull it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know my Disney princesses too well. I can Honestly, name like, more. Like, I'm, there's Ariel from Little Mermaid. There's me. Pocahontas, Cinderella. Pocahontas would be pretty cool. Um, there's Snow White. There's Beauty from or what's her face from Beauty and the Beast. I don't like her. Belle, I guess. <laughs> don't like yeah. it. Um, Next. I mean, come on. I just went through like five. Come on. No, yeah, no, no. That's, that's I think Milan's them. a great one. Um, I think Pocahontas is a good one, too. <laughs> that's all I got. I don't know. I can't Eliza stop there. I can't even from recall. Frozen? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that... What's her name? Elle? Or, uh, I said Eliza, but I'm not sure if that's right because I never saw it. I don't think it's Eliza. Elsa? Elsa. That's it. Elsa. It is Elsa. I never saw it, so it'd be kind of She's the, the most part. notable Pixar princess. I of think. the current gen. Courage in. Are you, uh, <laughs> are you still sticking with Moana? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, kill Moana. Oh, man. I General don't know who Hawaiian you are. I'm chick. sorry. I have to cover my bases on that one. You're going to kill the Hawaiian? Yeah. Just like that? Yeah. Right off the bat? Yeah. Okay. I mean. Okay. This next question comes from the <laughs> Forger of Mass. <laughs> we didn't even answer. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I. I can't give you any more on that. Okay, no, no, I'm saying we gotta Mo- make it. We have our killers. list now. We have Moana. We have Milan. Who do you marry, Bob? And we kill? have. Uh, what wait, 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 wait. Was there a princess in Hercules? <laughs> there was. Uh, yeah, there was the chick. It was just like a random chick. She wasn't a princess. Whatever Chase says is dying. <laughs> okay, I gotta boff someone. I gotta marry someone. It's down to Jasmine. And what about the mom from The Incredibles? Oh, that's pretty good. Not a princess. I don't know, man. That's a Pixar. <laughs> I think you're She's missing a beautiful lady. I will take that one, actually. Okay, let's do that. There. Let's do that. Let's put her on the list. Mom from Incredibles, Milan, and uh, Jasmine. Okay, okay. Mary Boff Kill. 
What do y'all got on it? Jasmine's dead. Okay, I'm Are sorry. Are you fucking... <laughs> oh, my God. I boffed the shit out of Jasmine. Normally? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but. Yeah. But. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not going to fucking kill the mom from The Incredibles. Right. I marry the mom from Incredibles. Yeah, me too. I would also marry the mom from Incredibles. She's a great lady. She's awesome. She can raise Proven a to have the kids. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she can protect me. Yeah. And like actually protect me. Like sure, Milan is strong. But she's in this wiggly, current day and age. Very useful. She can't, you know, her, that samurai sword isn't blocking bullets. Isn't really killing a robber. Sorry, Milan. I kill you. I, yeah. You're going to kill Milan? I kill the shit out of Milan. I got Jasmine on my right hand and I got the mom from the Incredibles on my left. I got it, I'm man. Back, I'm backing up Hunter on this one. Oh, are you serious right now? Yeah. Milan's hot, but I mean, come on. I know like, they mistake her for, for a man Max. for half of the movie. <laughs> don't look at me you like you don't understand what like, I'm saying. You guys going to sit here and say this in my movie. face like this? Fuck Jasmine. That bimbo? <laughs> <laughs> she's a fucking bimbo. You're not like that. She's Middle Eastern okay. here, Max. Come on. Yeah, it's nothing to do with her ethnicity. It's to do with her she stupidity. She clothes. Okay? She, what is, what is stupid I will her? dress up one of the people that I paw for Mary in those hot clothes. They will be totally is okay. Okay? I'm going to marry the mom from The Incredibles. Okay. And I will boff respectfully. <laughs> I don't think Milan's very boffable, man. She's got a am, lithe, boy-like body. She has no sex appeal for me. She doesn't have enough sex appeal for you? No. Jasmine definitely got it. Jasmine's too dumb. I'm not too dumb to boff. <laughs> <laughs> Is there such a thing? <laughs> I'm just keeping it real here. Yeah, you guys are disrespectful towards <laughs> ladies. Okay, I find power sexy. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. all right, man. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> okay, the next question from the Forger of Masks. So salutations, and he calls us Jolly Chatters. How's it going, Tanner? With so many adaptations of classic and historical stories taking to the stage in a musical format, such as Hamilton, I begin to wonder what other stories could be brought into a similar Broadway light. So, what is a story from any game, movie, show, or book that you would like to see turned into a musical production? He says the musical can be done in any musical style of your choice, for example, I think it'd be pretty dope to see a Dark Souls-inspired rock opera that follows <laughs> the tales of Gwyn, Lord of Cinder, and his fall into madness. <laughs> says, I look forward to your very intriguing answers. But then he also says, P.S., I may be crucified for this, but I have never heard of a Shipley donut before this podcast. Turns out they're not very common in the Cincinnati area, but if I find one, I'll report right away. Please do. And I apologize in advance. So Wow. We're like, going there. <laughs> We're going We're there. We're going there. We're going to go there. Um, all right. What, what do you guys want to see made into a musical? It's just like, here's the first thing is that musicals are the fucking worst. <laughs> really, wow. dude? Have um, you ever musical? seen Willy Wonka? Okay. Oh, what was the, the last favorite factory? musical you like? What would you say? <laughs> I've, I've, have you ever seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? That's barely a musical. It's a musical. Are you serious? It's got like musical numbers throughout. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, see you later. I rest my case. (laughs) Great musical. (laughs) Name one other good musical. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, okay, he's taking a very... Lion King. He's taking a very similar... That's not a fucking musical. It's a a Disney movie just because they have songs. They have to put songs in them. No, they don't. It's not a musical. (laughs) They really don't. Okay, all right. Anyway, back to what was going on. 
It's got to be something. The only, the closest thing that I love to a musical would be like the Tenacious D movie. All right, that's a great. Oh, yeah. and that is a wow. fucking musical for sure. For sure. That being said, I'm gonna st- keep on the same line as that. And I would say that a fucking badass same theme as he's going for with Dark Souls, badass fucking berserk musical, would be fucking sick. Your emotions are all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's sick flashbacks. All right, you get to see what's going on, and the very end. That terrifying, horrifying moment put into a musical production. Mm-hmm. Exquisite. <laughs> yeah. Be amazing. I think I'm going to. I was. My head was in the same spot. I'm going to take. And I was listening to this today. I'm going to take the song 2112 by Rush. I'm going to stretch that bad boy out into a full on musical production. If that came there's to a my big, town. There's a big story in that song. Yeah, Dude, I would go see, see that for sure. 2112 to like Anthem. That would be... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It'd be sick. If you had, like, a Rush score for a musical, <laughs> Getty Lee just freaking... Ah, just busting yeah. it out. No, I support that for sure. That'd be fucking badass. It's pretty dope. I'm glad... I mean, I'm glad that Tanner gave his example, because I was thinking strictly, like, musicals, and I don't have a lot of breadth in, in musical knowledge or background. Uh, that being said, since he already kind of opened up the door to rock opera, I think I would do something similar, and I think it would be cool to have like a live action Broly movie with like <laughs> cool fucking metal background musical shit. You gotta incorporate the fact that this is gonna be a musical. It's Broly's a musical. gonna be singing in this. Do they have to sing? Yeah, they got can rap. <laughs> uh, and like, I was trying to stick uh, specifically to what he said, which was um, movies, books, and video games. But if I went off of that, I would do something similar to what's going on with Hamilton. Sam Houston is my favorite fucking uh, historic or historical figure. I would love to see like from like his life from being brought up in the fucking Native American tribe that he was brought up in, all the way up to being governor of Tennessee, then the Alamo, then being, uh, you know, Texas governor and all this shit. Dude, I would love to see. That would be also a pretty badass musical. Sam, was Sam Houston, he wasn't at the Alamo, was he? He wasn't at the Alamo, that's true. So he was at yeah. the Battle of San Jacinto while that's the Adam, yeah, Alamo yeah. was going on. So my yeah. bad. Correction. Very good. Very They'll well reference the Alamo in the musical. Yeah, hey, Max, of course. Max, what year did uh, Texas become a, a sovereign country? 1883. <laughs> Get out my state. Damn it. When was it? <laughs> we repeated this on air, man. 1836. 36. Somebody isn't listening back to the episodes. I have not. That was a real joker. <laughs> Jack and Ape. Jack I'm out. I'll move. That's where I'm moving now. Actually, is right outside Texas lines. So, <laughs> good. All right. Thank you very much for the question, Tanner. We have a couple from Twitter that we're going to read now. Dope. This what? one comes from at a happy ghoul. She says, "Have y'all listened to Metallica's new album? If so, what stood out the most? We haven't yet, Let's but I review. think the plan is to do a review on this show within like a couple weeks." I'm down. You could do it for the year-end review. Well, I thought we were going to do it at uh, the Forest recording. Oh, yeah. No, we could. Yeah, for sure. That's right. 
because I was the one that postponed it because I was like in no shape to be <laughs> <laughs> trying to like like legitimately think about reviewing anything for a yeah. couple days. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I'm totally down. We're it, it was on put on the radar by Chase, and I'm excited. I haven't even really heard Death Magnetic. I heard a couple songs from Death Magnetic, but I was into that album. I was gonna say Death Magnetic was actually pretty okay. Okay, so y'all were pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Okay, we'll see if they can still rock. Plus, Death right, Magnetic is just a good title. It's it's it is yeah. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue for sure. This next question comes from Doctor Thrax thirty three. He says, "Not really a question, but maybe a discussion of the Game Awards happening." So here's the deal: the Video Game Awards are happening tomorrow as we're recording this, but it's going to be yesterday when we post the <laughs> episode. So any speculation we have will automatically be wrong. I like <laughs> it. Yeah, Let's just pretend like we just there, saw right? it. So I don't know much about Game Awards. What is the general? Is it just like they have different let me genres? Give you guys, yeah, let me give you guys the Game of the Year contenders. You've got Doom, Inside, Overwatch, Titanfall 2, and Uncharted 4. That is fucking hard. I can't believe Inside's in there. That's great. I gotta go Inside. Yeah. I gotta Inside's gamble my, on Inside. My yeah. choice. It's like, yeah. Um, but Overwatch I, I, is gonna win. Do you know who won last year? For Game of the Year? Yeah. I was wondering, like maybe Grand Theft Auto Five. I think it was oh, like, whatever year that came out. That's gotta have won. If it like didn't, I would hope fucking, that that would win. I mean, yeah, maybe not necessarily because it's like I would just feel like the it the was The Witcher Three of its cells. It was what was it? The Witcher Three, Forza Three, The Witcher Three, <laughs> oh, Forza Witcher Three. I would have fucking be. been. Super Witcher three, bummed. well, fuck yeah, I can get behind that. Oh yeah, now you can get behind something you didn't realize you can get so far the behind. Game of the year, yeah. Um. So there's that. There's best studio slash game direction. Let's hear it. Um, you you want to hear them? Yeah, let's make our predictions. Okay, cool. All right, fine. So I I don't know who's gonna take game of the year. I think I think Inside deserves it. Um, I think Uncharted Four might be a solid choice, but Doom honestly like Doom is a game that is just pure gameplay and it's design. the The gameplay that was driven by the game's design is just like. They made a really masterful game. Yeah. I think that one could be up there. So there's Doom, Uncharted 4, Inside, and then what other ones? Overwatch. Overwatch and Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 is not going to take it. I don't think Titanfall 2 has... By any reason. I, my hope is that Inside gets it. Yeah, I want Inside to take That's it That's like so the bad. underdog story that I want to hear. But I think Overwatch will take it. But you think Overwatch will take it? Overwatch is just big now. It's just huge. Hmm. It's just a force. Okay. You heard it here, guys. Yeah. There's also Best Art Direction, and Ooh. Inside is once again nominated, but you've got Firewatch, Abzu, Overwatch, and Uncharted 4 again. Um, art Direction think, for Uncharted 4? Like, come on. I think Firewatch has a, a a decent tick at it. I think Overwatch, you've got just... Those, those artists just made a really... They made a world where if you see a screenshot, you know it's Overwatch, and that's mm-hmm. really impressive. I still think Inside is my choice. I mean, if Inside's going to pop up, it'll probably be my choice. Yeah. There's Best Music and Sound Design. Inside's in there again. You've got Rez, Thumper, Doom is in there also. Um, so I, I honestly think – and then, oh, lastly, there, there's a Best Independent Game category. And in that, you have Hyper Light Drifter, which I'm really happy to see them yeah. represented. That's cool. But once again, you've got Inside, Stardew Valley, and The Witness. I – I will guess that probably The Witness will win yeah, that one. Yeah, The Witness has got to take that. That's sick. Hmm. Um, they have a best fighting game category. <gasps> Who's in it? Killer Instinct Season 3. 
King of Fighters 14, Pockin Tournament, and Street Fighter 5. Oh my god, who's going to fucking win that? So, I mean, po- Pokin Tournament... Pokin Tournament might fucking win. I mean, I've heard a lot... Or I haven't heard a lot about it, but I remember hearing a specific stat. It was, it was the fact that I was like, if you could just give me... Um, Pokemon Stadium, but like actually control your characters and shit. And you were like, and I was like, Pokemon Tournament, bro. Yeah, and I was dude. like, I'm sold. You know? <laughs> I'm there. Um, Plus, it's got like renowned like online systems to where the biggest issue with like Street Fighter, or pretty much any other fucking fighting game I've ever played, is that I play a match for like two minutes and then wait for the next one for ten. Yeah, and, and Pokemon's just like bam. And you bam, wonder bam, like bam, how much bam. it's influenced by the fucking wave of Pokemon Go that happened. Yeah. Like, how could that not be an aspect of how people want to play that game? Or Pokemon like, might legit win that. Um, I think it's great that Inside is nominated for so much shit. Yeah. I mean, I regardless of whether they win, everything. I mean, it's just awesome to hear that, you know, somebody that stuck to their values and, and kept it concise and kept it, you know, put in the fucking work for however long is getting notoriety even if even if we don't know if they've won anything so that's that's good to hear. Yeah. Well, we should we'll, let's go over the uh the results next yeah, episode. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, that's all the mail. Thank you everybody. Um pretty soon, in fact, the next episode we record is going to be the NASA episode. So if you're a space nerd, we will be interviewing Max Kelleher, who is a NASA employee. So, now is the time, stop what you're doing, to send in your space and NASA-related questions. Let's try to get a good bag going so we can have a good uh, discussion with Max, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. The conversations will be infinite, just like space. No, I'm really excited. Like, I love fucking talking about space and getting all heady and shit, so it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's, let's hear some numbers on, these, on this beer. I want you to go first. I don't want to go first on this. Oh, one. okay, dude. You're just gonna throw me in. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna cop out behind right. you. Okay, man. Um, I like this beer. Uh, the more I drink it, though, the less like characteristics come out to me. If that makes sense. Like when I first was drinking it, and it was like a little bit warmer, I thought that maybe there were some individual tastes in there that I could identify. I think that the two biggest ones are going to be the sweetness and the like barley, like oat breakfasty sort of taste to it. And they are really good. And it's a really great drinkable beer. It's very sessionable. Uh, the can is very classic. Yeah. Like I specified earlier. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like this beer a lot, but we kind of, I don't remember if it was the last episode or the episode before that where like I can't rightfully give a beer a top grade like a huge number when it doesn't take a lot of risks yeah, that was or last, takes that was any last sort week. of yeah take any sort of, and this is kind of in the same category mm-hmm. this beer is dope dude like i wouldn't i mean i might not look for it but maybe if i ran into it i might pick it out or if like somebody else grabbed it i would be like yeah it's pretty yeah go for it it's yeah. a cool chill beer so i'm gonna give it a real nice 7.5 you did it good job okay How's the, uh, how was it on the chugometer? <laughs> Dude, good. the chugometer is high. It's, it's a, it's a nine. The high score on the chugometer? It's a nine on the chugometer. In fact, I'm, after, I'm glad that you brought that up because I would have completely glossed over that. 
And they're in tall boys. Of any beer. They're in tall boys too, so you can Clearly. really chug. This is a Clearly. chug fest beer. Yeah. Change my score nine point five. Chug a <laughs> <laughs> Um, this sounds silly, but this beer makes me insecure because I don't. <laughs> oh my god! I told you it sounds silly, me? but it's it's one where I feel like it's exactly what they wanted to make, and I'm just not getting it. Like, I'm not getting what I was hoping to get out of this beer. Um, it is a little watery for me. And yeah. it is, it doesn't have, like, distinct, specific flavors outside of just, like, a subdued Marley. Or... <laughs> Bob Marley, am I right? Barley malt. <laughs> Barley malt. Um, like the uh, it's like the the Saint Vincent of beers, you know. It's like I get it. You were going for something, but and, and it's just like no. where like I, I you know I do my research before each one so I could talk about it. And people rate this one really well, and I'm like, I just I'm not getting that. If I did what alluding to what you were talking about in the last episode, if I did the blind taste test where you just put this on a white can, <laughs> and I had this, like I would not think a lot of this. And I have to I have to hold it to that standard. It does have a good chug meter uh, rating. Yeah, it's um, moving the needle. It's, <laughs> it's sessionable in that sense, so that I have to give it that respect. And it's it's crisp, it's clean. There's no bad taste that I'm getting from it. That being said, it doesn't impress me, um, and that hurts to say from a German beer. But I give it a six. That's pretty low. Right. It's lower than I thought I would. And you go are in. a you yeah. know you throw around points like it's nobody's <laughs> business. You know, like Chase says. Like to explore the landscape, explore the scale, explore the scale a little bit. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you got to explore the scale. He does it better than me, though. I'll yeah. tell you. Well, that's been episode number eighty-six. It's time to go home, boys. It's time to wrap hey, it up. Hey. Been a good episode. Um, Witty Banter's on iTunes. Search for Witty Banter. Hit subscribe. All of our episodes will show up in your download queue for free. We are on a variety of other services. We're on Stitcher for sure. And uh, we just added ourselves to Google Play. I got an email recently saying, like, hey, you're approved, and you'll be on there shortly. So if you search for Google Play, we should be on there now. Uh, but if we're not anywhere else that you're trying to go, please let us know. Uh, it was a listener who told us he wanted us on Google Play. And, hey, we listened. We give it to listened, you. And we did it. <laughs> you can also listen to the episodes at wittybantershow.com as well, though. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Bodacious Chase. Max is at Probably Max. And uh, that's that's all she wrote, man. Witty Banter goes to space. Gosh, we're going to do space. so well in space. Is it Okay, is, is the episode going to be called? Because your original instinct was Witty Banter goes to the moon. Is that going to be the episode name, Chase? I mean, it's a good one. I like it. I it. Depends I like on what, he, what Max says when we're there. Okay. All right, we'll yeah. have to take his uh, his word for it. Yeah. All right, see you later, everybody. Bed it up, bed, 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 b